What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Self Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Taylor Tomlinson. I'm Delaney Fisher. Happy 2020, baby. Yeah. What up? Ooh. New year, new us. Not really, but. <laughs> Not really. Just kidding. Still living in my sweatpants. Uh, yep. Same as one week ago. Uh, are you guys going to set uh, New Year's resolutions? Oh, I did. Probably. Kinda. You did? I well, yet. didn't we talk about that our year wrap I guess up? we did. Yeah. Setting intentions instead of specific goals. Yeah. My only one is to take care, better care of myself. I'm not doing anything career related. If shit happens, great. But my only goal is to like try to take care of my body mm-hmm. yeah and not be an asshole to myself you know what i mean <laughs> i was just talking to taylor about this like i i have this terrible mentality that i'm trying to break that it's like i'm not allowed to take care of myself until all the work is done oh, and yeah. the work is never done and so i don't yeah. get around to taking care of myself and so i really yeah. want my like you know the way i take care of my body to be the first priority and work to be second well, and how oh good of work God. can you do when you're running your body into the ground? Exactly. Like, yeah. That has an expiration date for exactly. sure. Yeah. Logically, yeah. I know these things. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm getting better at like just taking little, little chunks of time during the day to do nice things for myself. But I'd like to increase that and be consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little, maybe this will help you, uh, encourage you on your path yes. to self-care. Please do. So uh, if there's new listeners, Delaney is notorious for not doing her hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's very, very set in her ways that she can do it herself. Um, but I went and saw Malika, who is mine, and Taylor's hairdresser. She's amazing. Yeah. And um, I told Malika that you, Delaney, have been doing creative consulting. Malika would like to get some help with um, some Reiki stuff with creative Ooh, consulting. And nice. she said she would trade a hair service for a consulting session. Oh, I could do that for sure. You better take advantage of it. I will will freak out if you don't. I would totally take that. And I I plan to get my hair done with her uh, for the wedding. Like to get my hair colored Colored and and all that stuff. I'll probably do it a a couple months out just so it can grow out a little bit. Sure. Because that's how I like it looking. Um, But yeah, my plan plan to hit her up. A year and a half away. You know, actually, update, it might be sooner. It might be at a different location. I'll tell you guys. Oh. Yeah, it might be sooner at a different location 10 minutes away. So, super convenient as well. Yeah. That's great. Oh my God, I came into here. Yeah. So, it might be closer to a year and yeah, in in the area. Oh, I can't wait to hear bit more cash than okay. the other place mm-hmm. okay so i'm okay okay, okay. i'm up here i'm awake in about six months instead of a year <laughs> okay wow <laughs> eight months fair enough um today we're gonna be talking about procrastination which mm. i think is a great way to start 2020 is like tackling the thing that you know is in a lot of people's ways for uh, getting their new year's resolutions going oh yeah i can't believe we haven't done a procrastination episode 
I know. I, I was dumbfounded because I think we've sprinkled it in, you know. We don't run productivity. Right. And oh, like, maybe that's what it was. Opposite. Yeah. Uh, this one is hitting home for me right now because I've been really struggling with this the last several months. So um, I'm yeah. very excited yeah. to, to dig into this. Uh, we have a great quotable. Tay, do you want to share the quotable? I would like to share the quotable. <laughs> this is from uh, Benjamin Franklin. Oh. Heard of him? That's, <laughs> that's my favorite stupid bit we do on this podcast now. Yeah. We go, Oprah, maybe you know her. <laughs> uh, and the quote is, you may delay, but time will not. Oh, Ooh. Jesus. That Damn, makes, that's... That is... That makes me think about death, but um, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, you so may true. eat your supplements, but time will still kill you. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm sorry. I mean, get your homework done, kids. Uh, time is a real fickle bitch. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Dude, you know what quote I fucking hate? And I think I'm going to get a lot of pushback on this. I hate the time heals all wounds quote. Because Ooh. I don't think it's time he's all, heals all wounds. I think it's what you do in that time that can heal wounds. If you oh. sit in the same spot for 10 years and don't do anything differently, that wound might still v- feel very, very, very painful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like if you are maybe changing up the environment yeah. or you're getting into therapy or trying new things, then I feel like, okay, the wound's still going to be there, but maybe you're, you know, you're coping a little bit better with it. You know yeah. what I mean? Time heals physical wounds. Yes, there you go. <laughs> but not emotional. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. just don't I just don't think that's true because I've also like you can see it, you know, maybe somebody in your life or maybe you felt this way where you can feel stuck for several years and it maybe is because you're not changing some stuff up. Yeah. And so that that wound can still feel just as bad as it did yesterday, you know, or feels like it was yesterday. Yeah. That's true. You know I think what I, mean? I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought I'd put that. Sorry, Ben Franklin. I had to. I had to steamroll that quote. <laughs> Your own quote. <laughs> well, his quote wasn't "Time heals all wounds." Yeah, I know. I mean, I had to like, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I mostly. He's on the hundred dollar now, bitch. I Got my new quote. BF. Yeah. yeah, I do. I do. All right, so uh, we're going to talk about procrastination. <laughs> procrastination. Um, we're going to outline types of procrastinators, the negative outcomes of procrastinating, and strategies to overcome it. So some stats you might want to know. Uh, approximately 20% of U.S. adults are chronic procrastinators. I feel like that's kind of low. I, I don't yeah, feel like a too. lot of people struggle with procrastination. Yeah. But I guess chronically, maybe not. The um, other 80% didn't get around to answering. I was just going <laughs> to say. <this> survey. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus man. Christ. Um, and in large part, procrastination reflects struggles with self-control and mood regulation. And the types of procrastination. Oh, man. This is good. Thrill seekers wait until the last minute in order to, to reap a euphoric rush. What up, Kelsey? Hello. Maybe some adrenaline people <laughs> in the house. Um, Hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> it's just I did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Another type of procrastinator, avoiders, putting off tasks because of fear of failure or even success. What up? <laughs> hey, Taylor. <laughs> oh, boy. And the decisional procrastinators, avoid making decisions because they believe not making a decision absolves them of responsibility for the outcomes oh wow. my god i'm a mix of number one and two the thrill seeker and the avoider yeah yeah oh i'm definitely gosh. number two i'm definitely an avoider i'm a hard one hard, hard one yeah hard one hard one, yeah. hard one baby I'm seeking def- that thrill i would say 50 50 for me one and two decisional yeah. one i don't i don't identify with that one Mm, yeah, um, I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't feel like that's a very type A way yeah. to think about things. Right. I feel like Kane is a decisional procrastinator. Mm. Like, I think that's a big thing. If you're not a type A person, you're just like, if I just don't think about it, yeah. it's not going to bother me. That's Cam. Yeah. Cam does yeah. not really make decisions. I'm like, I wonder. Yeah, what I if think you that's. fear the responsibility of the outcome. Them for sure. Yeah. Mm. Um, how do non procrastinators differ from procrastinators? So, in most cases, procrastination is not a sign of a serious problem. It's a common tendency that we all give into at some point or another. When procrastination becomes so chronic that it begins to have a serious impact on a person's daily life, it can be indicative of maladaptive lifestyle. Mm. Non procrastinators do not exhibit maladaptive lifestyles, they focus on the task that needs to be done, have a strong personal identity are less concerned about what others think 
Ah. Ooh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. So much of procrastination is worrying about the outcome and how you'll be perceived. I've yeah, never put yeah. it, I've never thought about it that way. I've always yeah. just thought of it in a very self-focused way where I'm like, ooh, if I do a bad job, I'm going to feel bad about me. Or, mm-hmm. you know, if I succeed and it's too much for me and I can't handle it, then that's about me again. Yeah. But I'm sure there is also some of that mixed in where I'm like, oh, ooh, yeah. if I don't do anything, then no one will look at me. For yeah. sure. Dude, perf- uh, perfectionism and procrastination go hand in hand. Oh, I absolutely. Mean, all of my procrastination stems from the perfectionistic tendencies I have. Yeah. Like trying to prevent shame as much as possible. And, you know, this concept of, you know, failure or whatever that might look like. Or I don't know. For, for me, I have a I've talked about this. I have a hard time making rough drafts of mm-hmm. stuff. Uh-huh. Yes. And and even though it is a rough draft, I treat it like it's not. And I try to to do as much as I can with the resources and knowledge I have at that time. And sometimes if I do like the rough draft, I'm like, oh, well, if I did this, I could probably one up it somehow before I release it or before I put it out there, whatever. And I think I think I talked about this with my um, my senior thesis a long time ago on one of our episodes where I was supposed to turn in a rough draft and I pretty much turned in a completed thesis that I killed myself over making. And my professor was like, this is like the, this is like the most, you know, cogent, you know, rough draft I've ever seen. It's basically, I mean, it's basically done. Just tweak a few things. And I was like, okay, you know, (laughs) but I could have not killed myself and spread that work over time and not been insane and had the same outcome. Yeah. But instead I stayed up all night for several weeks making this rough draft that I knew wasn't a rough draft. I knew I was trying to make the whole thing happen. Yeah. Like, why the fuck did I do that? Do you think you'll be rejected if it's not good enough the first time? I, mu- I think I, I must have. I must have felt that way. Like, oh, my God, I really respect this professor. I can't believe she's agreeing to work with me. Mm. Um, I want to make sure it's like the best fucking rough draft she's ever fucking read. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like yeah. all this unnecessary pressure where she did not give a shit. She was not going to care. Like she yeah. was probably expecting stuff that, you know, was like, oh, needs a lot of work. All right. Here's the next pass kind of thing. And so I don't even know if her reaction was good or if she was concerned about me. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, all right, a little extra. OK, you're crazy. Yeah. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have agreed to this. But um, yeah, I, I think I'm much better at about about it now. But like, I mean, as a 22 year old, I was obviously still figuring some shit out. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> No, you go ahead. Uh, you know what's tough about stand-up is that even your rough drafts have to be done in front of an audience of people, mm-hmm. which puts so much pressure on you to like have it be as perfect as possible the first time because you're trying to avoid the pain of a joke yeah. not going well, yeah. which is, again, is very negative reinforcement for a perfectionist. It's like, yeah. that's not very healthy, yeah. uh, but it's just part of it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I did shows uh, in Reno last weekend, and it was very helpful and productive, but I mean, I was doing, I did like 50 like 50 to 55 minutes a night. And I was like, okay, you're not going to, I let myself do like one joke Mm -hmm. from the hour and then everything else was like, it has to be, you just have to work on new stuff. I mean, I had, I had a notebook up on stage with me, which I never do like looking at it the entire hour. Like I never do that. I felt bad. And it's, even when it's you're Reno, it's fine. It's Reno, it's fine. <laughs> they um, deserve it. <laughs> they thank chose you for coming. to be there. If you came, thank you so much. I know we had some podcast people. I appreciate you. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, I very much took that weekend to work out new material. And um, and I know for me, I would like watching people work on stuff. So it's not necessarily necessarily even like a huge disappointment to people and i'm nobody but um hush it's it really you do just feel like shit being feeling not even being but just feeling mediocre and this is just the process of i mean really doing anything creative but we just know about stand-up is like Mm -hmm. anytime you need new material you're gonna have to fall on your ass yeah for a little while dust your knees to get it Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
I love that quote from Artist Way that says, um, you can't get better and look good at the same time. Mm, yeah. Yes. And uh, whew, hold on to that one a lot. Trying new stuff. It's like, all right, you got to do it. You got to just go yeah. and try or else you're not going to get better. Yeah, dude. I feel like that's why a lot of people, including myself, when I did stand up, would get stuck doing the same bits over and over because you're nervous to do new shit and it mm-hmm. not to go well. And you have your old faithfuls that you know what reaction you get. And yeah, that was always like a constant struggle. Like, oh my God, I didn't put in any time into writing new stuff today. So I guess I'm just going to have to fucking do this other shit and maybe throw some new things in there a little bit. And then, and then you'd feel like I would feel like shit after being like, Oh my God, I just did the same jokes that I've been doing for a while. You know what I mean? It's like this awful cycle of shit. Yeah. yeah, that's also a bad feeling when you don't oh, push yourself. It's yes, a bad feeling yeah. to try new stuff and bomb, but at least you're like, I was courageous right. and like tried something. Right. But if you just phone it in and you like know you could have tried something, that's that like, uh, cowardly. Yeah. You walk away with your tail between your legs. Like, <laughs> nah. Yeah, and it goes with anything. Like if you don't go for the promotion or you don't go for the job or whatever. Like mm-hmm. if you are so afraid to fail that you do nothing, you're going to end up failing just by yeah, that is failure. Yeah, yes. I think doing nothing is failure. I don't think trying and it not going well is failure. Yeah, absolutely, just yeah. absolutely. You know, yeah, I Oof. agree. Yeah. So, according to research by educational psychologist Tuckman Abri, Abri and Smith, there are 15 common reasons why people procrastinate: not knowing what needs to be done, not knowing how to do something, not wanting to do something, not caring if it gets done or not, not caring when something gets done not feeling in the mood to do it, being in the habit of waiting until the last minute, believing that you work better under pressure, thinking that you can finish it at the last minute, lacking the initiative to get started, forgetting, blaming sickness or poor health, waiting for the right moment, needing time to think about the task, or delaying one task in favor of working on another. Remember in school when you're like, I work better under pressure. Oh, God. Dude, I'm what do you mean in school? That's still me. <laughs> I know. You're like, it, pressure makes diamonds. You're so <laughs> stupid. Yeah, did you ever like meet the people in college that like got the paper done three days early? And I'm like, what? Yeah. Oh Wait, my you're gosh. Not, you're not working on this until 10 minutes before class. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, how? How did you have that discipline to do that and like plan that out ahead of time? And I'm trying to get much better at that, but I'm still really struggling. Um, I would plan out procrastinating. I would be like, <laughs> but can you do something Thursday night? It's like, ooh, that essay's due Friday. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm going to need to do that Thursday. It's like, well, it's Monday. You have three days. It's like, I know, but I'm just not going to want to do it till then. Uh, time. Yeah. So tough. Which ones do you guys identify with this, like with this list on why you think you procrastinate? oh i definitely do delaying one task in favor of working on another yeah um i was just watching so raw beauty christie is one of my favorite uh youtube beauty people to watch and she vlogs a lot and was talking about um half work have you guys heard of half work no is that when you do like you clean because you want to be productive but you don't do the thing that needs to get done a little bit yeah or it's like you'll start something and then you get you check your phone and it's like you don't just sit down and commit to finishing one task in one allotted amount of time instead you're kind of like breaking it up but not in a healthy way not like Mm -hmm. okay i'm gonna do this part of this project now it's like a task that should take you 20 minutes ends up taking you two hours yep because you're only working on it and a half like a 50% way and mm. you're still letting yourself be distracted so I do that a lot and I'm, mm-hmm. as soon as she said that I was like wow that really resonates with me and I've tried to be more aware of that now if I feel myself like reaching for my phone because I hit a part and whatever work I'm doing that is like a little bit of a struggle I go wait d- like I know why you're reaching for your phone right now but you just need to like push through and fucking finish this so mm. yeah yeah dude I um uh, I uh one of actually one of our lovely helpsters and one of my creative consulting clients shout out to Brittany recommended a great podcast to me recently called the perfectionism project by Sam Laura Brown. And she talks about perfectionism and procrastination and all that stuff. And I don't know if she coined this phrase or if somebody else did, but uh, procrastinating. That's what I do. Uh, I like to clean in between all of my work and I clean right when I wake up. I clean in between my projects. Like I mean, I clean throughout the day in little tiny sections or whatever. 
Um, and I'm like, fuck, that's a thing. I'm told that's because I, I don't feel like I'm procrastinating when I'm doing it because I'm doing something, you know, quote unquote productive. productive. Yeah. But I'm totally avoiding the work. And for me, the biggest one on this list that why I procrastinate is like not feeling like I know how to do to, to do something mm. like feeling like, oh, my God, my skills are really lacking in this department. Mm-hmm. It's going to be easier for me to avoid it than to confront the fact that I might not know how to do something. It might take a little bit more work. It might take some more looking into I might have to ask for help that's a big reason why I avoid it or just I'm worried that it's not going to be perfect and I'm worried that it's gonna you know an email will take me so fucking long to draft up and send because I'm worried about typos and I'm worried about getting all my thoughts out in a you know cohesive way all this stuff and oh my god yeah just being inside my mind is like a fucking prison sometimes you know <gasps> yeah. ever feel that way where it's like god will you just shut up yeah like, how do i turn this shit off yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck <laughs> yeah yeah i don't i mean that's the one time i do really get to clean in is when there's a project due like, yes. boy, if you want this house clean just put something in front of me <laughs> yes. that i really need to do and i will clean the whole house yeah. before completing the one thing i actually need to do yep Oh, man. Yeah. All right. Negative outcomes of procrastination. Mental health issues. Procrastination is linked to mental health problems like stress and anxiety. Never heard of them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. For what? Yeah. Uh, also, procrastination may damage your self-esteem and self-confidence. Huh. Uh, yeah. Erosion of professional or personal relationships. If you are unreliable, your reputation inevitably gets tarnished. Mm-hmm. People may stop trusting or depending on you. This may mean you are not offered professional opportunities nor are trusted enough to have deep personal relationships. That's true. If you don't yeah. show up for people, for sure, then uh, they stop expecting you to be able to. Yeah, yeah, I feel like a lot of people are mistaken, are like mistaken for like being flakes or something. When really, it's a lot of perfectionism and anxiety yeah. around that and stuff like that. Yes. Um, Man, I see I, because, uh, you know, if you guys haven't listened to the the four, is it the uh, the four tendencies episode that we did? Um, I don't have a problem showing up for other people. I have a problem showing up for myself because I'm an obliger. And so if somebody needs me to do something or be somewhere like I'm there, but I have a hard time doing having that same kind of discipline and respect for myself. Yeah. And so I don't I don't know if I <clears throat> have that um, type of issue where people might think I'm unreliable or something. Um, yeah. But I could see where perfectionism and procrastination can get in the way of that, you know, being but a thing. you can feel unreliable to yourself. Yes, I'm unreliable to myself. I'm <laughs> such a flake on myself. I'm like constantly on myself. I blow myself off all the time. <laughs> yeah, every day. <laughs> That's why I had to tell my therapist, excuse me, my therapist, like, hey, I want to be meditating every day, but like, I got to check in with you. Like, I need an accountability person or else I will find a way out of this. Yeah. I will not, like, hold myself accountable. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of my um, clients do that with me. I'm the, I'm the person that they email and they tell that I'm going to do this thing and all that. Because, yeah, well, it depends on your personality type, like, what you actually need. And Cam has been this person for me, too. I'm like, I'm just going to email you every Friday and tell you what kind of progress I made. You don't even have to respond or just respond okay. But yeah. just knowing that somebody else is seeing it can be very a very helpful tool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Uh, so some strategies towards conquering procrastination. Number one, write down your goal and give yourself a deadline. Uh, a goal without a deadline can be put off indefinitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess... Uh, it I, still doesn't work for me sometimes, me though. Because it's not a real fucking deadline I if know. it's for myself. Yeah. Man. That's what's so hard. I am wiggly. Yeah. I can wriggle <laughs> out of shit so easily if it's not without, like, um, outside ac- accountability. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Number two, understand the reasons why you are delaying completing a task. I think that's helpful. Uh, Do you procrastinate out of fear? Do you procrastinate for the adrenaline rush? Know the type of procrastinator you are, thrill seeker, avoider, or decisional. Uh, Understanding your tendency is the first step in changing it. I agree with that one. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, Break your goal into small pieces. The bigger your goal, the more quickly it can feel overwhelming. Break it into manageable manageable bite-sized steps. Yes. Uh, You don't have to know every step of the way. Just the next few steps immediately ahead. Your next steps will be become obvious as you move along yeah it's like when you're running and you just stare at your feet and then you're like "Ooh, i've got a mile (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah no i do i think that's super helpful and then you always feel good after you actually show up and complete that small baby step you know it's like oh i actually did this thing but it's putting too many things on your list and feeling like even if you complete the baby step you got 50 more to go and then you still feel like you you know yeah you fucked up or whatever oh 
it's good to be reminded to the whole like your next steps will become obvious as you move along because yes. I think that can get me stuck in the procrastination yes. trap of like but I don't know what am I going to do when I get to like the end of this project or whatever and it's like you'll be different by that time yeah, yeah. you'll know more the you'll, steps you'll see will it. reveal themselves yes absolutely uh, number four solidify your motivation by visualizing the future you want imagine the emotions you will feel picture yourself in a favorite place celebrating what you've accomplished imagine those who love you uh, most celebrating your success mm-hmm. I like that mm-hmm. I like that too that's I mean do we buy into the visualization do we think that works I kind I of do, do. Yeah. I for sure do I think it's helpful but I think uh, and I think studies have been done to to prove this point that we are more likely to be motivated by getting out of pain than we are to be moving towards pleasure and so visualizing the celebration dinner and stuff like that that's all good and fun and that's a great motivator but also reminding yourself what will happen if you don't do this thing you're Mm. you're gonna still be kind of you might you might feel stuck you might feel like miserable things might not change for you that kind of stuff where it's like if you're already pretty content moving towards something that's just going to kind of up your game you might not be as motivated to do versus if you are not in a great situation, like I have never been more motivated than when I was in a day job that I hated. I was like every single day I was working my ass off to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. And then when I'm like, oh my God, I work from home. This is pretty great. Like it's generally pretty awesome. My motivation has been very different because I don't think I'm quote unquote in as much pain anymore. Mm. Okay. So yeah. I don't know. And that might be subjective. I mean, some people yeah. might work better to picture the great stuff uh, yeah. as opposed to the pain or vice versa. I think do both. Yeah. I do both. Yeah. Well, what's, you know, there's all that, those quotes about what you focus on is what's going to come to fruition. Yeah. Even if it's you going like, I don't want this to happen. I don't want this to happen. I yeah. don't want this to happen. And that's what exactly. happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I've ever really bought into the visualization thing, but I think I I kind of did after I got the Netflix special because I visualized that a lot because I was like, you know what? And the visualizing is kind of the best part. It's it's the most fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You make it like as amazing as you want it in your head. Yeah, Yeah. and it was great. Like filming my special was great. It still wasn't as good as thinking about it for a few (laughs) months. That was fun. Like, Don't they say that, that... um, the joy you get from like visualizing an upcoming vacation or something big can be as powerful, if not more than the actual joy you get from doing the thing. Absolutely. That makes sense. Yeah. It's like the likes rolling in on a picture Mm -hmm. as opposed to actually, you know, going to the 4th of July party. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I get excited about like, Oh, this, like I could, I could level up my situation. Like, you know what I mean? Even if it's not like I'm super unhappy or something like, Oh, this could be even better. Yeah. Which can also be addicting though. So I feel like, you know, Uh, number five harness fear write down how you will feel a year from now if you do nothing oh hey that's your step right there Uh, be really honest with yourself about the cost of continued inaction I do like that as a professional welder Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over which helps her improve her skills the more muscle memory that you have the smoother your weld is Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Know the distractions you repeatedly turn to when you procrastinate and eliminate them. So what do you find yourself doing when you feel overwhelmed? Do you get on Facebook? Do you online shop? Proactively prevent yourself from engaging in these distractions and be aware if you find yourself doing them. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. And that's what I was just saying with my phone. Like I just am so, I, I don't even think I just tap Instagram and it takes me a second to be like, wow, I just did that compulsively without even realizing yeah. just to get lost. One thing, if you are a procrastinator like I am, I will clean the night before. So I don't have, I don't have any cleaning to do the next day. Oh. And then I'm really sitting with Trick myself. Yourself. Like I like, Oh shit. I, I can get right to work. Yeah. And here I am. Wow. You know, yeah, there's no you. other way to feel productive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I'm a like, good hot tip. Yeah, hot tip. Hot Clean the tip, night before if that's your if that's your issue. Uh number seven, create a productive workspace. I feel like you're just predicting I know, seriously. Oh. Uh, <laughs> different environments have different impacts on our productivity. Look at your work your workspace. Does it make you want to work? If it does not, you should look into changing your workspace. Oh yeah. Oh dude. I have to have a clear workspace nothing on it no distractions mm-hmm. i told you that stupid thing i did where i hung pictures of flowers or plants in my workspace i didn't want to like take care of physical plants but uh, i heard somewhere that having plants in your workspace can make you feel more productive or whatever mm-hmm, you know 
whatever you can do. So yeah. now there's some plants on my wall just that I painted. Oh my God. Uh, number eight, build accountability. Enlist a support team or an accountability partner. Uh, set up a time to check in regularly and let them know ways in which they can help. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, reward progress. Set up a reward system to ensure you celebrate progress and small successes as you go along. Yeah. Love that. Oh, yeah. So important. Be nice to yourself. You have to. You can't just like, okay, when this is all done, then I'll celebrate. Because that might be several months down the road, depending on what you're working on. I like to reward myself with a TV show. I'd be like, okay, if I if I do this thing and I work for an hour on this thing that I've been avoiding, I get to watch. Oh my God, I've been watching Euphoria. So good. So good. Oh my God. I gotta oh. watch it. Okay, so, so yeah, I've been rewarding myself with that. Oh, I can't wait for you to finish. <laughs> so good. Um, and number 10, act bravely daily. Building momentum is crucial as you start out. Commit to stepping out of your comfort zone at least once per day. It can be something really small. It doesn't matter how fast you're going so long as you're stepping forward in a direction that inspires you. I love this list. This yeah, is really good. Very, very nice. Very good. Yeah. Um, I found that something is super helpful because I'm the one who I'm somebody who struggles with. Oh my God, if I don't know how to do something, then I'm fucked. Um, reach out to somebody who knows how to do it. Reach out to an expert, reach out to a consultant, reach out to a designer, something like that to get you unstuck. You don't have to do it all by yourself, yeah. basically. Hell yeah. I love that. Yeah. You got me fired up. Oh, my God. And if I have a personal deadline, like we said, like I can't stick to them, just tell somebody else about your deadline. Mm. I told my mom about my deadline mm. for my online course to be done. Um, and so I'm like, okay, uh, check in with me if you can. You know what yeah. I mean? That kind of stuff. Like I'm telling people like this is when it's going to be done by. Mm. And then I'm like, okay, people are kind of going to be checking in. They might be looking for it. That kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Uh, so we have an iTunes review of the episode. You know, you guys want to read that? Sure. This is from JD Rocknut. Uh, for someone who is an admitted self-help skeptic for a long time, I am proud to say that I was wrong. This podcast has truly changed the way I think it has truly changed the way I think about myself. Every topic they talk about is done with sincerity and humor. These three heroes, they are to me, (laughs) have turned me into a better person. I will now end with a quotable, hell yeah. There's no need to color outside the lines when you're a rainbow from within, which is J.C. Wardenar. That's nice. That's so nice. Thank you. That's really nice. Thank you for taking the time to leave such a sweet iTunes review. Yeah, that's Uh, very cool. If you haven't yet, go give us that five-star rating and review. We need them. We do. It's very helpful. Yeah. Very helpful. We just crossed 1,700 wow. ratings, which is Amazing. very exciting. Whoa. I want to get to 2,000. So oh, that's cool. If you haven't, if you're listening right now, just pull up your app, pull up your computer, click that fifth star. Every rating helps us a ton. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, do we have some segments? Yeah. Do you guys have some segments? Go for it. I have an update okay. on the uh, sugaring situation downstairs oh, in my basement. Uh, <laughs> So I had, I told you guys on the, the episode that we talked about it, that I immediately scheduled like a four week away appointment after getting it done for the first time. Because four weeks is a cycle of time where um, you go back in before the follicle has time to like repair itself. Oh. Because when you get your hair sugared, it removes the follicle. And so if you go back again before it has time to grow back, it's not as painful. And I just got to say, wow, fucking day and night. Second time, I like didn't feel anything. It was so not painful. It was like nothing. What? And also because like hardly any hair has grown back. But that's what it's going to be like going forward is like the longer you do it, um, it damages the follicle so it doesn't ever grow back. So it's basically oh. like a much more affordable version of lasering. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I just like, I mean, I know I shared a horror story the first time, but now I'm like, man, if you are looking to not have hair in certain places indefinitely, can't recommend it enough. Is it like waxing where it needs to grow to a certain length before yeah. you can do it? Okay. But not like, they were saying like the length of like a grain of rice. Oh, okay. It's not It's not as much as I think it needs to be for waxing. Do you have to go back every four weeks? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So monthly. Monthly thing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I w- I'm so happy with it. 
I just can't wait for 10 years. I was putting myself through trying to do it at home. I was fucking delaying my pussy. Like, it just is not necessary. Oh There's God. no need. I was that, making life so hard. Is that the new DIY, delaying it yourself? Oh, yeah. No. I foresee it. I foresee it in the Facebook group. Oh, yeah. We that's need funny. shirts, delaying it yourself. Oh, no. oh, my God. That's awesome. Oh, man. Um, well, yeah. that's good. I'm glad you like your toddler twat. T- <laughs> I'm growing I'm yeah. growing back. Hold on now. Oh, okay. I'm growing the landing strip back. Oh, okay. you have a landing strip? Yeah, I've always had a landing strip. Oh, That's I always what I would that. like give really? myself. Really? A landing strip, not a triangle? No way. Landing strip. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, how thick is the landing strip down? I mean, like, I what mean, is that? Like, not crazy or anything, but just like, I don't like, know, an like an inch. And that's maybe just, like a couple inches. Is that tall, just because you like the, what? Okay, I'm I'm like, is it for a look? Is it because you? It I like the way good? it looks. Oh. It's very. I mean, I think I did a tweet about this, but they say that like you know vertical lines are slimming, so that's why I have a landing strip. <laughs> 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 Can I try to look thinner? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, I mean, that like I'm a, so funny. I'm a wee person, that's but funny. I do. I that's, like. Oh, you know what? I've been getting horizontal stripes, so that's why. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> My pussy looks so wide. Okay. You got it. It's an optical illusion, man. Um, oh yeah. God, dude, no, but I like I did so want to try funny. the Brazilian for the first time just to see what that looks like because yeah. I don't remember what that looks like since I was what, like twelve or Ugh. whatever. And oh I God, yeah, so I mean fun. it's it's I You didn't have pubic hair by twelve? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm guesstimating here, but yeah, when okay. my yeah. puberty hit, I didn't have my period till eighth grade though. So oh, it was right. all very yeah. late for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean like, I'm glad I, I got, a, I got a look at it to see what it is with the Brazilian. I was right. like, you know what? I missed the landing strip. So, wow. so she's that just going to sugar every part except yeah. that part. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Wow. I see mine is just like five o'clock shadow all the way around because I just, because you did lasering i i well no i didn't laser that i just i i when i did the laser thing which i don't this it didn't really work well for me um that was just like bikini area and stuff yeah but like on my actual vagine uh it's all just i just shave yeah. it and if it it's a little patchy it's a little patchy you know what i mean I'm you, you I, should do it you would love the results i know the first time is brutal but like i the second time was so easy and so oh. it's just it's just bad once oh. and the results are awesome yeah Oh Again, my God. Not, I don't know, have any coupon code or anything like that. I don't yeah. get like any points for referring <laughs> a friend. I swear to God. I just am like, just because my, I cannot believe I went through what I went through for 10 years just doing it at home and like not. Oh my God. Yeah. Did we talk about it. the butt stuff, the butthole hair stuff on Patreon or was that off the record? That was off the record. Oh, dude. <laughs> Man, we went on a, we had a very long conversation about butthole hair, butt yeah. hair. And I, it really, uh, that's really stuck with me. I would still laugh about that. <laughs> Did you get that sugar? Oh yeah, they she do everything. Oh, they do wow. everything. Yeah, they make you put your feet together like in a prayer formation, like butterfly your legs. <laughs> That's what they do to get I, all the hair. Mm-hmm. You what know. do you mean? Wait, what? So you're laying on your back uh-huh. and you spread your legs, uh-huh. but you put your feet together. What if you're not flexible enough for that? Can you really not do? That? I mean, how do you have to? Okay, like- Delaney will get in shape <laughs> and then she'll go sugar. <laughs> Like, does it have to be a certain l- length of your leg? You know what I mean? Like, nobody you can, knows. It's just whatever. Just put it together. What? Are you, what? Just yeah. this. Just butter. Like, <sighs> can you do yeah. this? I mean, I think, yeah. You can do that. Delaney's literally trying, right? Like yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't have good. to have your legs flat. I mean, fairly flat, but somebody can still get in there right okay. now. <laughs> so, okay. So they do that. Okay. And then to get your butt, you put your, like, you grab your legs to your chest. And they do your butt crack. Like in a fetal position? Like you're on your back and okay. you like pull your legs into like your, your chest. Like your, your knees to your chest. Your knees to your chest, yeah. Wow. And they just... I, wow. I hate everything you said. <laughs> but I might awesome. try it. It's awesome. Come on, we'll do it together. Ugh. It's I'm not more- fair because yours doesn't hurt anymore. But I... But I mean, could you have a better like emotional spirit animal with you? <laughs> That's true. That's true. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm willing to try it. I think I'm more willing to try the butthole part, the butt hair part, than I am the. I don't know why you care butt. so much about your butthole. I truly <laughs> do not. Ass butt crack. That's why. How hairy could it be? Also, is anyone back there? I mean, you people can get a glimpse. I'm not people. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Cam can get a glimpse of it oh, if I bend down. So let me or see. If it's he can position. see it. Yeah. Is oh, he? Sure. Is his mouth on it? No, no, no. Then who gives a shit? 
I'm sorry. I do not understand why it's like, oh, they can see the hair. Yeah, I can see the hair all over their body too, okay? Do you have any idea the kind of shit I have done to men Like that's disgusting? Like, you can see a little bit of hair sometimes. I'm sorry. I'm so mad. I think it's like, you know, in certain positions, you can just, it's not, it's not, it's really for me because I like, I like the clean, I like having a clean butt crack. Like it feels, it feels nice. This is something I started doing before I was like dating and stuff. This is something I did, started a long time ago just for myself, you know? Yeah. I don't believe it. (laughs) Tell me something, Taylor. Have you ever shaved your butt crack? I don't think so. Okay, I did so check after we had that talk. I don't think I have a lot of hair back there. <laughs> you I'll must be honest. Not. Okay. I, I think that might be part of it too. You must not. Do you have a lot? I am a hairy. I am a hairy person. Really? And I have very pale skin. I mean, and I have I'm, very I'm, dark hair. So do I right here, but not back there. But it's like, I'm, I'm so pale and then my hair is so dark. <laughs> it's so obvious where it's oh, like okay. some people with fair skin also have fair hair. Yeah. That ain't me. I yeah. got, it's it's Sasquatch butt crack. You know what I mean? <laughs> it is not pleasant. And if I go a couple weeks, it is noticeable. Yeah. It's noticeable. But like, it's a confidence thing. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I mean, I just prefer, even if I wasn't like doing it or anything, I think I would still like to have a clean butt. Okay. If it's I, for you, I've yeah. just never met a dude who'd give a shit. Yeah. Well, n- yeah. Nobody's going to be like, whoa, hey, hold up. <laughs> right. I can't, I can go no further. Here, exactly. <laughs> this is what i don't like i I think we spend we spend so much time and money on shit that people like not people dudes don't even notice and i'm like why am i why am i spending this much time in the shower right if if it's for if it is for not you know (laughs) but it's for me like it makes it for you yeah if it's for you i feel so much sexier and like more confident to just be in like any fucking position I want to be yeah. in the bedroom when and like freshly waxed than when I've you know been in winter hibernation. Right, right. It's yeah, different. and I mean I guess I'm not like I keep it groomed and tight and stuff. So I right. guess I'm not I'm not one of these people that's like, but I don't even touch it and like that kind <laughs> right. of thing. Well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like, mean yeah, I, I get it. Everyone it's kept has in different. a reasonable manner. Yes, but I mean it camp, is different. It's hairless notice. wherever anyone puts their mouth on. That's like what I feel like. That's just polite. <laughs> you know, it's just good but also manners. dudes don't do that, so it's annoying to me. Really? Yeah. Well, unless they, they, they trim, you know, all that yeah, trim. trim it up. There's a difference yeah. between trim, but and not remove. Like I don't hair. trim. That's a good. I point. remove. They're not like growing hair outside on their pee hole. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's well, not yeah. Like, the, is the shaft hairy? Probably not. Is well, that yeah. a thing? Can no. you guys have hair on their shaft? I don't think so. I have not come across it. Um, but you know, Cam does notice if I if I shave or not, and it, it's like a joking. Oh, it's like a jokingly thing. Like, oh, yeah. he calls. He's not like. Thank sometimes God. he calls it Patch Adams. That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> sometimes I'll shave it, but I don't. I don't go. It's like okay, I shaved it enough to where it's shorter, but it's not fully shaved. And so I'm making you an appointment right Patch now. Adam. Patch Adams cannot continue. That's hysterical. <laughs> certain areas where i just didn't make it you know and i just yeah that's just how it is it's better than it was but it's not complete dude that's how it is most of the time i don't think i could be totally bald i think that would be too much i I would feel weird i would not recommend it i'm I'm glad i did it just to see but like now i'm and i'm grateful that it still can grow back to like have a landing strip now but yeah yeah oh my god you guys will feel so powerful <laughs> you will just be like rihanna like you can do anything the only reason it sounds good is basement. that yeah the only thing that sounds good about it is just not having to worry about it yeah it's so nice like it's yeah. like growing back less and less or something yeah it's do great. they just do butthole do they just do butt sure. crack sure they'll like, do anything i'm just looking for the butt crack they'll do start. anything you could just start with a butt crack and that probably wouldn't even hurt that bad right because i hurts feel like less than yeah i feel yeah, like yeah, it's a little bit thicker skin or something yeah oh my god well have you guys seen wolf of wall street yes no okay when mario robbie walks out and she's got a landing strip i mean oh, I, I know about like that. i get that guys like oh i don't care whatever it's, i'm just happy that there's a hole but like <laughs> when she walks out and that landing strip that is so fucking hot like yeah i do, I do think there's I mean, it is different for everybody, but yeah, yeah, you can make shit look real sexy. Would you ever vajazzle it or whatever that? Remember that? Sorry, that what? Phase? Remember people were putting like jewels, and jewels? And shit on there. 
they were like put yeah was it wasn't it jules v- yeah vajazzle <laughs> yeah. i just do a little like <laughs> beads like captain jack sparrow's beard <laughs> when michael scott comes back from jamaica and he just has the one <laughs> beaded hair I just do that down there oh god oh boy well uh other segment <laughs> jesus that, that was, was quite that was the quite, tangent, quite yeah. the tangent. Yeah. where are we at i love when that happens when oh, we're just man. like are we gonna say things that are revealing we're gonna do it yeah yep. i oh. had something and i forgot do you have a segment delaney um I had I, one. you know i like that whole hot wreck segment that we're trying to bring around mm-hmm. oh where yeah the recommendations Absolutely. i i have so many i'm just gonna share i'll share one uh if you have a hard time um getting yourself to like move and exercise and stuff uh, on days that I watch a YouTube video by Kiera Lachey, she is like a hip hop uh, fitness lady. She is fantastic. And she, all her videos on YouTube, all different like lengths and stuff like that. Wait, I want to watch If this. I wake up and I do one of those videos, I just have a better day. It's just actually making an effort to actually do it. And so I highly recommend if you're like a, you know, I don't know, work from home person and yeah. you want to get a workout in or whatever that might be. Can you spell um, her name? Yes. Let me let me find her on um, Instagram because okay. I don't want to uh, misspell her name. But I really like it. She's super fun. And it's like, I think, I, you know, I've tried to like trying to do the stretching and the yoga and stuff like that. But honestly, oh. just doing something a little bit for me, that's a little bit more fun and like active and stuff, I think has been uh, really great. So on Instagram, she is uh, Kiera Lachey, K-E-A-I-R-A-L-A-S-H-A-E. And she's got a great YouTube channel and she's like, yeah, it's it's a blast. And so I think that's going to be like my new movement that i incorporate and so what i'm trying to do talking about procrastination i'm trying to set myself up for success where i keep my laptop in the bedroom uh like on our dresser so the first thing i do when i wake up is i see it open it up do a video and then get on with my day and so the days that that. i do that have been much nicer and that's gonna be my like my my fitness for right now yeah she's for sure gonna look her up she's fun that's like my go-to love i still for the last however since before the wedding that's how i got in shape was dancing to the beyonce homecoming netflix special i still do that amazing like every other day because i burn through do you guys remember the hip-hop abs dvds i was just talking about this with somebody do you guys remember like those infomercials with sean t you could buy the dvd set no No. i for sure bought that shit (laughs) like 10 years ago and i wore it out oh that's great i love that yeah, so hot tip. That's that's what I'm going to be working out to this year. Nice. Yeah. Good for you, Love doll. It. Yeah. Um, I guess this is an update. I don't know what this would be. This is a defuck on myself, I guess. Um, I need to find a new therapist, and I'm too afraid of confrontation, so I've just been, like, ghosting my current one. Um, I don't... I need to call her or something and just be like, oh, okay. She's she's just not available enough. Like, oh, my yeah. schedule's just too crazy. And she won't do Skype sessions or anything, oh, yeah. which is fine. Like, some people don't do that, but I need someone who does. Yeah. Um, with how much I'm traveling. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm so scared to... F- I've never fired a therapist. Oh, well, I just, like, stopped going. I mean, I mean, yeah, really she'll understand, I think, but I've been... I'm also just, like... It's hard for me to end relationships because I'm yeah. not good at losing people, even if I'm paying them and they're you know not <laughs> right. important. Um, but I've been seeing her for a year, and uh, I spoke to my psychiatrist about it, and she was kind of like, "Okay, well, you know, it, people sometimes want to stop going to therapy when it gets tough." And I'm like, "No, no, I want to keep going. I just want to go to someone who can see me every week yeah. and some because even my psychiatrist will do Skype sessions. She will yeah. text me like." she'll do phone calls like we'll do all that stuff and my current therapist just won't do any of that i mean even in a crisis yeah i would not be able to stick with therapy if i wasn't doing better help yeah that i can do phone call video call all that kind of stuff there's no way i'd be able to stick with it i just the the scheduling is too yeah it can be too challenging i mean i could but it would be it would just be a lot i feel like yeah um that's totally understandable it's not like you're saying i'm very unhappy with uh the services and i'm going elsewhere it's like it's really a scheduling thing absolutely mm-hmm. that's totally yeah. understandable and yeah. she's gonna she's it's a lady right yeah. she's gonna want you to have the the care that you want you know I what mean, i mean you'd like, hope so you get so you feel so close to your therapist yeah. and then at the end of the day you do realize like mm, they don't care about me like on a personal level like that there are a lot uh, of you yes exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> she'll be able to recommend somebody though my psychiatrist recommended somebody oh, good. so i'm gonna okay, good. S- 
call and see about that but yeah. Yeah, it's also just a weird time of the year like with the holidays and stuff getting anything new going is a yeah. little tough right yeah. now and then january i'll come around and it'll be like full right. steam ahead but right. yeah right now it's just a weird yeah a weird time where you have to get stuff yeah. done but you don't want to yeah that of is course. tough ending that especially if you're happy with them you know yeah, yeah. well Absolutely. thank you guys for listening and hope you took away something <laughs> procrastination whether it's butt stuff or butt stuff or <laughs> procrastinating about getting your butt stuff taken care of oh, um man. i'm gonna be at Sketchfest in san francisco i'm headlining the punchline comedy club uh on friday january 24th and then our first self-helpless tour date of the year we're so excited is uh saturday january 25th at 1 p.m at the Punchline Comedy Club. So you can get tickets at uh, KelseyCook.com. Taylor, I don't know if you... Do you have that on your website yet? Um, I don't know if I can because I'm headlining the San Jose ah, Improv that's right. that weekend. Okay. Um, I've been told it's okay because we're just doing a podcast. Um, but just in case okay. for that, I don't want to step on anyone's toes. Um, but yeah, go to ttomcomedy.com uh, for tour dates. I am in uh, Texas uh first week of january and then i am in uh raleigh north carolina january 9th through 12th san jose improv 23rd through the 26th and uh spokane february 6th through 8th hell yeah cool and then i just want to give one of my uh, clients a big shout out uh shout out to caro she has a hilarious web series called passengers if you go to instagram uh it's passengers the show and she is an incredibly talented um character actor she does like sketch and improv and all that stuff you remember like when uh before melissa villasenor got on snl and she would post yes. those hilarious yeah. videos on instagram 100 percent, she's gonna be on like a sketch show wow. one day she's so incredibly oh, talented awesome. you guys should absolutely go and watch the show um, and subscribe and all that. This? It's so, yeah, it's, okay. she's so freaking good. Um, so yeah, just a shout out to her. And then if, uh, if you are interested in working with me one-on-one -on -one with creative consulting, um, you can message me on Instagram at Delaney Fisher or send me an email and I'm happy to give you some information and let you know if I have any availability to take you on and stuff like that. Awesome. Yeah. Um, just one more date before we go. Uh, I'm headlining Tacoma comedy club. February 13th through the 15th. That's Valentine's Day weekend. I know we have a lot of helpsters in that area, so I just want to throw that date out there. I know it's a little ways away, but I want to be able to let you guys make plans if you want. So, all right. That's it. Ooh, <laughs> we good? Yeah. yeah. All right. We love you guys. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk love to you next you. time. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to Self Helpless. We love you guys so much. There are a few different ways you can support our show. You can leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It really helps us move up the charts. You can also tell a friend about the show, post it on social media, and you can join our Patreon. It's where you can get bonus episodes from us and lots of really fun content, ways to interact with the show. That's at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. And if you go to selfhelplesspodcast.com, that's where you can get links to all of our individual stuff. Delaney, where can people find you? You can find me at DelaneyFisher.com. You can find uh, the online courses there, one-on-one -on -one creative consulting, watch my comedy special, and find Dicks by Delaney there. Perfect. Tay, where can people find you? You can find me on ttomcomedy.com for tour dates and links to everything else social media-wise. I am at Taylor Tomlinson on Twitter and Instagram. Perfect. You guys can find me at KelseyCook.com for all my tour dates. My Instagram is at KelseyCookComedy. Twitter is at KelseyCook. Uh, please be sure to watch my foosball web series on YouTube called Wrists of Fury. I've had Delaney and Taylor on together. It was such a fun episode. And you can download and buy my album, Savor It, on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you find comedy albums. We also want to give a shout out to our amazing producer, Lauren Mahoney, and our amazing editor, Emma Erdbrink. We love you guys, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.